All right, Swift. Hemsworth, Pine, yeah. Evans, uh-huh. or Pratt. Okay. Which Chris would you let you your wife sleep with? Okay, that that to me, actually, that it's pretty easy. I would definitely go Chris Pratt because I think Chris Pratt is kind of a douche now. I think is Chris he? Pratt is kind. Of, yeah, he. You know what it is like. He he had to have the whole Avengers clan. Um, come to his rescue because he got into trouble because he's like he's like a hardcore right wing like conservative now and he made yeah, some comments about, about no i think chris pine is one of those like one of those like really nice guys that she's still gonna call even after the night that they had sex like, okay like, evans. It's like, yeah evans and hemsworth are like you just feel like okay they they they'll they will then replay that night every time you and her are intimate so i don't want actually, that actually i well, don't want that's fine for you because i told my wife she better pick thor because i would pick thor for myself <laughs> like i had no problem with that and if she got with thor and she's yeah. thinking about him that's fine because i'm also thinking about him <laughs> and on that note let's go Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is a very special Friday night edition of the Common Nonsense Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Swithin, and I'm here joined by my boy, Joel. What I do, Joel? What I do, boo-boo? Um, so we're here on a Friday night because, as you know, as, as some of you may know, there's a pretty important football game happening on Sunday, and it's called the Super Bowl. Um and we wanted to do an episode where we talked about everything surrounding the game and not necessarily focusing on the game. For the uninitiated or for the people who are listening who don't have a valid green card, the Super Bowl is the last game of the year. <laughs> this is going to have like... 200 300 million people watching this game all at once so it's going to be unique because this is usually one of those times where people get together and this year um there weren't there won't be so many big groups um that are gathering together so people are going to have to figure out different ways to celebrate super bowl but certain traditions are going to happen no matter what so we're going to talk about all of those things um we're going to go into the prop bets and we'll explain what the prop bets are we're gonna go into foods that are usually um eaten during the super bowl and we're also gonna get into some of our favorite ads and some potential ads that we think should be part of the um of the super bowl experience if we had any say in the matter so we have all that and then we're also going to give you our picks for the game at the end all right, Joel. So we're going to talk about a bunch of prop bets. So for people who don't know what prop bets are, it's a gambling term. <laughs> Why not? Uh, basically, a prop bet is a bet made regarding something that happens during a game that doesn't directly affect the outcome of the game. So it's one of the one, so you're betting on things that are just outside of the scope of the game. Um, so we have a number of exotic bets that we're going to be going over and Joel, I'm going to ask you what you think about some of these bets and you take your stab at some of them. All right. All right. Cool. All right. So a couple of years ago, a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, the team who won the Super Bowl and beat Tom Brady's Patriots got on all fours and ate horseshit in front of a camera and it became a viral clip. Do you think? 
that there's a possibility that a fan of either the Bucks or the Chiefs eats horseshit. Oh man, I'm hoping uh, the Bucks win because that means Florida man comes out. Mm. And you know, Florida man gets crazy, so either he'll eat a- another human, like zombie style. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll eat another human. I think he's more likely to eat human flesh than horse shit. Oh, any any time of day. Either he's eating ass or he's eating a human himself. Florida man, never never count him <laughs> out. Don't dismiss that fool. So so no horse shit, ah. but an actual horse. He'll either eat an actual horse or an actual human. That's Somebody's crazy. ass is getting eaten in this season. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So speaking of eating, last year, Andy Reid made some headlines by saying that he was going to celebrate the win by eating a burger. This year, there's an actual prop. You can actually bet on the fact that he is going to say that he's going to eat a burger. Joel, not only... Am I asking you, do you think he's going to say the word burger? Do you think he's going to actually eat a burger on live TV? And I'm talking about, we can even extend this into the NFL Network show, the studio oh, show. I know I know it's going to happen. He's going to yeah. do, like, do you remember Wimpy from the Popeye's cartoons? Where the dude lay down in front of a conveyor belt that makes hamburgers. And he's just going <laughs> to sit at the end of it and let the hamburgers just fall into his mouth. Um, um, um. That's what he's going to do. That's Andy Reid for you. All right. My man has no care in the world. He eats burgers. He just says the same thing after every win. I'm going to go spend time with my wife and eat a cheeseburger. And honestly, I don't know what order that's in. but Best life. <laughs> making, he's making love to either a burger or his wife. And I don't know the order. Props to that man. It could be like George, where he's actually having both at the same time. Oh, George Costanza? Yeah, where he has <laughs> oh, the sandwich. Oh, my God. He had a salami sandwich. Uh, he had sex. And then he turned on ESPN at the same time. <laughs> the trifecta, he called it. <laughs> That'd be uh, Andy Reid is Andy Reed's going to do that. He's going to play back the win on TV. <laughs> he's going to eat a cheeseburger and make love to his wife. Amazing. The trifecta. Amazing. Uh, that, that walrus. Oh, God. Speaking, <laughs> what of, else got? speaking of walrus... There is an actual bet. <laughs> Whose mustache or nostrils will we see first, Andy Reid's or Bruce Arians? So Bruce Arians is the coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks, And to give you context, he looks like a dude who did a lot of drugs in the 70s and 80s and is now your Uber driver. And he's the guy <laughs> that's going to connect you to all the seedy spots wherever you are. And he oh, wears man. a Kangol hat. Now, we both have a mutual friend who is the only other person in America that wears Kangol hats as often as Bruce Arians does. Shout out to him. You know who you are. We're not going to give your he actual name. He knows damn well who he is. He knows because, you know, well, yeah, he knows. So shout out to him. Andy Reid, we just mentioned, portly fellow, young, beautiful, has a wonderful porn mustache, uh, 1978 <laughs> variety, you know. And he he wears Tommy Bahama shirts, so just imagine the world's fattest surfer. And he was also made famous because he wore those visors, and he got oh, the face shield, the, the face shield, and he got it foggy because obviously he was he's a big guy, so of course he's breathing heavier than most people. I know we know because we're we're pretty heavy guys, so whenever we go up the stairs and down the stairs, it's we start breathing like that. Did you say down the stairs? Down the stairs, yeah. Is this such a uh, strenuous activity for you, <laughs> going downhill? My God. But you know what? Um, in terms of whose mustache is going to be seen yeah. first, I don't know, bro. Um, during this, like, COVID pandemic in 2020, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say the best mustache. Yeah. Um, it's going to be some, like, Indian girl in the stands. Like, her oh, mustache is going to be the Come best on. out there. Come it's going to be the best. What is that wrong to say? Why? 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 Why do you have to women, go against the Indian girls? Women can have mustaches. Okay. You know, she's if there's an Indian girl in in the stands in this game, she's trying to find a husband. Damn it! And she's not going to have it <laughs> sullied by a person like you, Joel. All right, please. I paid my dues. I paid my <laughs> dues. All right. I can say this now. I love. I no. love Andy Reid's mustache. I would make love to that. I actually mustache. do. That is a perfect that mustache. Is a it is a beautiful mustache. It doesn't move. Yeah. You never know if he's actually talking. He's like a ventriloquist out there. He hides behind that Denny's menu. You never see the, the mustache anyway. 
I actually, it's glorious. I actually Googled Andy Reid upper lip. <laughs> it said no user it- not found. It said user <laughs> not found. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's ever seen Andy Reid's upper lip. In fact, somebody said that he actually ate his upper lip while trying to take oh, a wow. last bite of a sandwich. But anyway, here's one. Bill Belichick. How many times? So they say that he's going to be mentioned more than twice in the game. What do you think? Bill Belichick more than twice. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, why mention him? I think there'll be other people mentioned more often than Bill Belichick. Like, yes, he is the Patriots coach, and he coached Tom Brady all those mm-hmm. years. But I don't know. I I think it's more likely they mention like I got one Robert for you. Kraft. Who's who's going to be mentioned more? Bill Belichick or Giselle Bunchen? Giselle. Giselle. Yo, she's fiery, bro. Yeah, she's fiery. She's like curses and stuff like that in, in the yeah. owner's box. She looks like she's going to suplex somebody every time he scores a touchdown. Do you so remember every time that? Tom Brady, her husband, scores a touchdown. Do you, do you remember? She it? looks like she's going to go crazy. Do you remember after 2011? My husband cannot throw and catch the ball at the same time. I love that. I still, why, I still, why I still do make do her that. sound huh? like Melania Trump. It's it's great because you know she what? Does not sound like. First that. of all, first of all, fuck you. Um, my accents are the best, <laughs> and they're absolutely on point. Two, two. That is absolutely what she sounded like because she's yes, she's Brazilian, but she spent so much time in Europe doing all the modeling gigs. She probably caught like a. She probably caught that. Uh, it's not like she caught a disease. She just learned French. <laughs> it's like she caught a disease. It's called French. But she probably learned French, so it kind of morphed, you know? You okay. know You know what I saw recently? A black Scottish chick. What? It was amazing, bro. It was amazing. It is amazing to see a, bla- a black Scottish chick with the accent and everything. And I was like, I was amazed. I was amazed by it. It's fantastic. Dude, that's like when people found out that there's Asian people in Jamaica. Dude. And everyone lost their mind. Where I worked, so I I worked, I worked at a bank and there was this one guy, this Chinese guy that came in, had the Jamaican accent. I worked with a Jamaican. And she'd always be like, "What you mean? Why are you so surprised? You know Jamaica's so multiracial." And I said, "Come on." What? Come on. No one knew that. No, nobody <laughs> expected this Chinese dude to come in with that accent. Nobody. So, but anyway, but anyway, so you're saying Giselle, Giselle is going to have. Oh, yeah. She will be at the game most likely. Okay. Right. So she's, he'll score a touchdown. She'll go crazy. She'll suplex somebody. She'll get mentioned more than Bill Belichick. No doubt about it. Besides, she's clearly the hotter one. I mean, unless you're into Whoa. guys without sleeves on. on their hoods. Come you on. Know. Giselle gets shown on TV two and a half times over under. Oh, I think it's only twice. I think it's uh, like the beginning of the game. Okay. And right. then and then when like he scores at some point, okay. and that's it. I don't think they show her again after that because it'll be just celebrations and stuff. And she can't come on the field okay. afterwards. So I think she gets two times. Two times. Um. And actually, actually, you know what happens? Um, since she likes cursing, and you could definitely mouth and see what she says by lip reading, they will definitely not show her again. They're like, nope, she's definitely cursing. She's you know what would know be great? You know what would be great? If she's like not really saying it, but she's just mouthing it, but she's mouthing <laughs> F you. It's like, <laughs> and they just talk dirty F to you? each other. Yeah. They just talk dirty to each other, but she's she's just like mouthing it slowly. It it's like when people Tom say on. olive juice and they think you're saying I love you. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? It's olive juice, yeah. Oh, See? my God. That's fantastic. Yeah. There's two proud traditions that we're going to get into right now. First, the anthem. The national anthem is going to be sung by two relative unknowns. Jasmine by- Sullivan uh-huh. is, is one and of them. Eric. And I think the other one is uh, Eric Church. Eric Church. Okay, so Jasmine yeah. Sullivan's an R&B singer, and Eric Church is a country music singer so there's like two different styles going on here over Ugh. under is two minutes Ooh, i don't know i mean the hope is he does some kind of guitar riff and like talks about his truck and his dog 
somehow mixes that Sport in there. truck. Absolutely. This yeah. is He'll... our country. Can we talk? <laughs> we we should talk about how racist that commercial really is. <laughs> that, that was like subtle racism. It was always like this is. It's like a white dude with a cowboy hat stepping out in his Stetson boots, and he's like, "This is our country." And I was like, and I was like, man, I hate this song, and I didn't know why, but now I know why, because because white people were just trying to take over the country again with that song. Wow. Well, it's gonna be weird when the anthem is is played. And Jasmine Sullivan is taking a knee, and Eric Church is burning a cross. So it's gonna be an, an odd, an odd start to the game. But uh, I think uh, the producers will make them cut it early, and they'll be like, "You know what? Two minutes is way too long. Let's stop this right now. This is getting too far." So I'm calling the under for those absurd reasons. But okay, so you're saying you're saying under under under, under. two minutes. Okay, I'm gonna go over just just to be a contrarian. Just to be the oh, skip okay. Bayless over here. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go under. So the other tradition that we were gonna talk about is the the Gatorade yes. being splashed. So this is a tradition that goes back to the Giants. The Giants actually started this. And we did? it's the Giants started it. So the color of liquid being poured on the winning coach. The favorite is orange. Then okay. the second favorite is red or pink. Third hmm. is yellow, lime, green. Fourth is blue. Fifth is clear, sixth is purple. I'm going to give you a couple of statistics, okay? Since 2001, the color of the liquid being poured on the winning coach has been orange five times. None, so nobody, there was no uh, Gatorade. There's no liquid? Five times. Clear four times, yellow three times, blue twice, and purple once. And it kind of makes you wonder why red or pink is, but we know that the colors of the Buccaneers is red, so there's a good chance. What color do you think the Gatorade is going to be? Well, you said orange is the favorite, and then red is second. That makes mm-hmm. sense because both of them are red, have yeah. some red and orange yeah, yeah. in there. But you did say clear, yeah. And I and I kind of I'm remembering this this time I went to my friend's uh, church picnic, oh. and they had Gatorade buckets on the benches. And, you know, we were all hot and sweaty playing volleyball and tug of war and all these things. So I go to get a, a little glass of Gatorade. And what comes out is some Gotchamore. And I said, what the hell is this? All right. All right. For, was... the, for, the, for the people who don't know what Gotchamore is, explain <laughs> what Gotchamore is. Okay. First of all, it's it's water and yogurt cooked in. And it gets a nice little runny, like, it's a runny curry, basically. Yeah. You know, and you pour, it, you pour it over your rice and such right. and such. And it has like turmeric in it and like yeah. chili peppers and onions and like mustard seeds. You know, it's, it's fantastic. But <laughs> it's supposed to be served warm over rice with a meal, not put into a Gatorade tub after at a church picnic to, you're not supposed to drink it. All right. It's not a beverage. You don't go to the bodega and get a bottle of gotcha All right. So I'm, I'm saying there. Yeah, I pour I pour myself a glass and it's straight up Kachamore. I am so confused as what's going on, and I'm like, okay, let me go to the other bucket. Maybe this is a mistake, and it's regular more. Regular more for those that don't know, it's like Kachamore, but instead of adding turmeric, make it yellow. There's nothing. It's just got some red onions in there, and that's it. Again, you're not supposed to drink these things, right? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They just, time out. Okay, okay. I want to stop you right there because you you can drink these things. People have drank these things, but it is more commonly used as a flavoring of the rice. So right, like okay. you pour okay. it over the I, rice. I, I, sta- but- I stand corrected. You, you can drink it. Yeah. But if you're at a picnic, <laughs> why the hell are you drinking this? There's so many other options. Go to the supermarket, get some Coca-Cola, be normal, put some water in there, put some actual Gatorade in the Gatorade bucket. I can only imagine why they even had more in Cotramore. I figure after the pastor was done saying his blessing over the food, they would just dump it over his head like he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. You know, you know what? I, um, this this yeah. reminds me. Um, so one of the staples of the Malayali church picnic is the tug of war. For some reason, that is the sport that we have decided to embrace as a people, as, as a church. 
uh, as, as a people collective that people are not really physically fit we are not physically fit we 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 have like we have like strong lower waists uh and upper mid what is a lower waist wait what is and a by lower that waist? i mean just 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 tubbly <laughs> just tubby right we have a we have a strong base um and what i think we should do is that we should you know how in saved by the bell when they had that episode oh the, uh, the, in the beach, beach in the beach house the beach yeah, and they yes. had the final uh, competitions that day, and yeah. the tug of war happened, and then you'd pull, right? And then the person would be go. into a little hole. In that hole right. should be more gotcha more. <laughs> it should be gotcha more because the turmeric should be all over your body, so you could see the losing team. Oh, uh, it should be it should be a mark because if anybody for anybody. Uh, who has, and I'm pointing at myself right now, you can't see it. For anybody who has drank Kachi um at, while at a lunch table or a dinner table, uh, you know that you've drank Kachi because after you've scooped it into your hand and you try to drink it, it leaves a yellow residue all over your hands. You're, it's like basically, yeah, you know, it's like one of those like who done it things. It's like you know who drank the kachiomor because first of all you don't it's need all a black over. light you know who right. drank you know it. exactly you're, you're yellow so in the same way for people who lose in the tug of war they should have kachiomor to be shown all over their body so that they know that they've lost um but also why are you making this much kachiomor <laughs> that you I have to understand. put it in what in was Gatorade? the purpose of this like, why first of all it's a picnic so even Malayali people who are known to bring their traditional Indian food to any social occasion, we're talking about Thanksgiving, we have turkey, and then we'll have just a bunch of Indian food. Even in picnics, we bring and we barbecue. Why do you need, again, why do you need kachimot at all in that situation? But for whatever reason, at every single picnic, there's kachu more. Maybe not in Gatorade well, bottles, but there's kachu more. I, I don't know, man. I'm throwing my hands up on this one. I have no clue. It's amazing. So if you said... Uh, you know what I think? The game the game was held in Elmont, New York. I would say <laughs> kachu more is the color of the Gatorade. But since the game was actually held <laughs> in Tampa Bay, you know what? I'll go along and say, yeah, it's going to be red, bro. So it's going to be that's red. my final okay. answer now. That's your final answer. Uh, you know what? You know what? All I could say is God works in mysterious ways. Okay. Yes, there he is. All right. Absurd. All right. So moving on, we're going to talk about the other aspect of the game that I think a lot of people always watch for, and that's advertisements. Okay. Ah, yes. The advertisements. Yes. The advertisements. And we are known to do a few advertisements as well but first we're going to talk about some of our favorites uh from christmas uh, from christmases from super bowls <laughs> of from super bowls of past so um one of probably my favorite ever um is that e-trade baby commercial do you remember talking that ba- talking yeah baby. the talking baby that was a fantastic commercial it's probably my favorite of all time um do that's, you have a favorite a do you have a favorite I do have a favorite. Uh, do you remember back in the day, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, they were like shooting hoops and wagering on who gets the Big Mac and fries? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, see, yeah. I forgot about uh, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. I just focused on the Big Mac, and I was like, yeah, let's just that, – that that hooked me. I got hooked on that. So that would be my favorite. Yeah, that's one I could think of. What about what about the – the Eli and Odell commercial where they recreated Ooh. the scene from uh, Dirty Dancing. From Dirty Dancing. That's right, a right. that's okay. a really good commercial. That's actually clever because like it really you had to be really secure in your masculinity to want to jump into another man's arms and have him push you up in the air. Right. So um as a Giants fan, I like it. As a fan of Eli, I like it. And Odell Eli. was only dancing, so I was a fan of this. This Eli. is this one for me. Eli, under severely underrated as an actor. That entire family can just pull it off. It's just multifaceted. Just really well done. Really well done. The Cindy Crawford Pepsi commercials. Oh, see, she was a supermodel. Yeah. That did the Pepsi commercial correctly. 
as yeah. opposed to your girl Kendall Jenner, mm. who for some reason was trying to uh, stop like what civil arrest or something like that. She like, was civil going to, is happening. She wanted to end racism and uh, police racism. violence against blacks by handing a Pepsi by crossing the picket line as a white woman, as a white woman handing a Pepsi to a police officer because she thought she was going to be the one ending racism. And this was, and and you know, commercials have to be like approved by like 80 executives. And like, there were 80 people who, who saw this and they were like, yeah, no, I don't think anybody's going to give a shit about this. Well, you know why? Because there was an actual, they had a, a different take. She was going to walk over to the other side of the line where the protesters were, and she was going to hand them Kool-Aid, and they go, that's mad racist. <laughs> so she decided to walk to the cops and give them Pepsi, and she said, that's fine. That's much better. Now we're, we're fine. Racism now we're over. okay. All right. So, Joel, that kind of got me to thinking. Now, obviously, this year there are going to be a lot of new commercials. Robin Hood is actually coming out with a commercial this year because oh, they're going to have to. Man. They're, they're doing PR. Obviously, they're doing PR. Um, I'm I'm one of those people that um, won't shy away when I see that a Super Bowl commercial is leaked. So I have seen some of the commercials. Um, oh, okay. I know you actively avoid them, right? I don't want to see what's going to come out, but. I did see a few this year. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I saw some. What were um, your What were your thoughts? Um, they're not bad. I mean, I saw one for Four Local, which was kind of weird because I thought they were taken off the market by the FDA. But I mean, props to them coming back strong. I mean, if we can if we can trust Four Local in our body, everyone should take the COVID vaccine. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, if you had Four Loco, you probably shouldn't. Uh, you probably shouldn't worry what's in the vaccine. Yeah, no worries. It's just that the guy that ate horse shit in Philadelphia, you should definitely take the vaccine. You should definitely. You, you, you should triple you, up. If you, you should get a tetanus. Take mine. You should get a tetanus shot first, uh, <laughs> but also definitely get the vaccine. He's the only guy who has chlamydia of the mouth. Please. <laughs> Can you imagine, oh like, like you're, you're going around and uh, people are like, yo, man, where do I know you from? oh you're the dude who ate shit yeah it's like that's gonna be on your group that's gonna be on your tombstone right like that's gonna be that's gonna be on it well Uh, what's worse is it is it eating horse manure or this new ad i saw coming out for gas station sushi (laughs) so all these gas stations are like i can't I'm always selling out on like gum and Frito Lays, but no one is buying my sushi. So I saw an ad for it. It was it was a little little risky, you know. Okay. It was a Japanese guy. He's dressed like a ninja, and he buys <laughs> he buys a, a roll of sushi. Okay. And then of course the attendant denies him the right to use the bathroom next door. So oh God. you know, a little risky. Uh. What else? Uh, what other what other um, commercials have you seen this year? Oh, I did see um, there. So our beloved um, halal guys, like not them particularly, mm. but back in the day, there was the the chicken and rice stands, the yeah. carts. Um, so I did see an ad for the chicken and rice white sauce. It's just it's a beautiful shot. Like they have the meat sizzling on the grill and the rice yeah. being tossed around. And yeah. you see the angry, sweaty, like Arabic dude yelling at <laughs> Indian guys to stand back, you yeah. know, yeah, all yeah. them wearing their express shirts. So <laughs> that's what you see. And then you see the white sauce being poured all over. Yeah. And I said, this this is what we need. This is what we need as a culture. We need to prop prop the white sauce up more. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that. The white sauce, yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that troubles me about our culture is that we promote barbecue sauce on this. That is a horrendous combination. Ooh. Why Why do people like barbecue sauce? I see. I saw one friend do it, and that person is no longer a friend. It's, it's gross. Please stop using barbecue sauce on chicken and rice. There's only two sauces acceptable. That's white it. White sauce, hot sauce. That's, That's it. it. Don't don't mess up the formula, baby. Don't don't do this. Don't do this. 
It's a damn shame. It is. It is. And I and I heard there was a uh, ad for a a dating app that was coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, obviously, COVID has got everybody a little lonely. Mm. But I did see a dating app, and it said it was said it's targeting men and women looking for a purpose in life to fulfill nice. a higher calling. Oh and right. It was just yes. It, it's it's it was pretty explosive. Uh, I'll say in. They said uh, they're called uh, intimate situations for international singles. Uh, oh, interesting. Also, Is that short yeah. for something? Or? Um, int- intimate situations for like international sh- singles. Um, oh, that's interesting. You know what? Actually, it's uh, it's ISIS. Oh, oh wow. Yes. ISIS. Yeah. ISIS. Okay. Okay. There's the, they're doing a dating app now? Honestly, their PR has been shit. Oh yeah, okay. I will I will give Trump credit. I haven't heard shit about them ever okay. since. So good for them. You know, instead of going towards okay. that suicidey kind of aspect yeah. of life, they say let's yeah. come together and start dating each other. Yeah, I like yeah. this. I like this. Spread the love. Spread not hate. love. Spread love, not hate. I like Very it. Very nice. Very nice. All right. So moving on from the advertisements. We're going to talk a little bit about top five game day food. So we're going to go back and forth. What is in your okay. Super Bowl spread? Obviously, I'm going to start off. I'm going to start off with wings. Obviously, what what's, what flavor of wings do you usually ask for? Hot. If Hot. you ask for anything else, leave the party. Or yeah. get your own, bro. Just yeah. get your own and come there. Yeah. I, game I like, day bucket go boom. I like, I like me some, some lemon pepper. I like me some lemon pepper here and there. Okay, that's that's my go-to. It grows on me. I'll give you that one. Oh, what about you? What's your what's your my go-to? Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes I like kappa and mean curry. <laughs> for, I mean, just to mix it. I up. like to I like to watch with like the older generation. You know, the parents and the uncles and aunties, and they never have wings. Yeah, <laughs> they just know there's a big game going on. <laughs> And they always name players from back in the day that they assume is playing. They're like, is Patrick Ewing playing on this? And I'm like, no, wrong sport. Retired yeah. many, many years. But uh, they'll always have like some some Kerala food there. So kappa is basically it. yuca. You know, it's cooked up. Mm-hmm. Tastes great. Mean mm-hmm. curry is just fish curry for all you people out there that don't yeah. know. Fantastic combination. So um, put that in my game day bucket. Give me the wings. Wings is number one. Uh-huh. I'll give you that. But throw in some kappa and mean curry. Just double it up. Just so you know, um, every single, every single uh, <clears throat> American holiday or American tradition has to have Indian food. So if you go Absolutely. to a, so if you go to a, if you go to any Indian person's house during Super Bowl, there is an Indian dish there. If you go there for Thanksgiving, there are a number of Indian dishes there. There's just going to be Indian dishes there. Okay, because they're because our parents didn't know anything but their traditional foods, so to them it's still chicken curry, chor, you know, all of that. So it's always going to be. This there. is true because yeah. I remember when we first met twenty years ago, and your mm. mom put out a spread of <laughs> chapati, chicken curry, spaghetti, meatballs, salad, mashed potatoes. Okay, but but to and be there fair, was no forks anywhere for f- spaghetti. Okay, first of all, first of all, first of all. She knew you were Miley, and she was like, why does this dude need a fork? It's like asking for a fork when you're eating at a sushi restaurant. Like, no. Oh, they're going to give you chopsticks, and they're going to be like, bro, handle this, please. <laughs> they looked at you, and they probably, you know how, like, um, you know how in Japan they have, like, the sushi culture, right? So, uh, they, I mean, um, they have this sumo culture. So they looked at you as a challenge. So they brought everything out from the fridge. They brought all the Italian. Just, just they said, this kid can probably house this. The remaining, all of our leftover foods. Let's just see him go. So I blame you for that spread more than I blame my mother for putting that spread out there. Hey, look, if your mother said to me the way Dwight Schrute said to Kevin Malone, Kevin. In sumo culture, you'd be an up-and-coming star. If she said that to me, I would say, you know what? Cool. I'll take it, Andy. But she didn't. So I'm hating. Whatever. I'm hating. I like, so what, what is, what's your, I like, what's I like, I like um, pizza. I like to order pizza. Um, Do- wait, wait. Domino's okay. Pizza Hut or like no. Pizzeria? 
Okay. So since this is the Super Bowl, we're gonna go pizzeria. We gotta go pizzeria. Okay. Good. 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 Uh, good. Local pizza shop. So that means getting wings from there too. Um. Uh. I like I like pizza. I like pepperoni sausage, and we we add onions now. Um. To to that. So we do. Wow. We do pepperoni, wow. onions, and sausage. Someone got a good tax refund. They're getting onions now. I know. Oof. We step. We step if, in our game up. If you got it. If you got it. Flaunt it, okay. That's what that's what I say. <laughs> All right. Uh so pizza. What else? What else? What else? I like I like okay. I, I'm I'm sophisticated. Mm-hmm. I like crudite. You know what crudite is? No, no. I'm not even crudite, look that bro. Up. That's like the celery sticks and the baby carrots with the dip and the little what cherry tomatoes, little tiny tomatoes. Why the hell are you even messing around with celery? What are you doing talking about freaking celery sticks? Man, get out of here. Look, people. Nobody buys people, that you're eating those celery sticks. Look, there's people out there that don't know what I look like, and for them, I want them to keep the image of me as this like amazing-looking Chris Hemsworth type of dude, you know. But for those that do know me, yeah, celery does <laughs> seem uh, out of pocket for me. You know what I just thought of? I thought of um, I thought of somebody not knowing you. Coming to your house because I I I recall coming to your house, and the pictures of you from high school, you were you were really skinny. I was like, oh man, that's a good looking dude. And then you walk out, <laughs> and everyone's like, man, what the hell? This Jussie Smollett looking dude, get the hell out of here. This is a big ass buns. What, who are our sponsor? I think we only have one sponsor today. Yes, with uh, time's been rough. We only got one today, so uh, let's go into it. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Orchards of Asia Day Spa. Relax, unwind, relieve your tension on us. Orchards of Asia Day Spa. Modern problems require hands-on solutions. Let our professionals work their magic on you. Whether you are a lowly city employee, a professional athlete, or a wealthy business tycoon like Robert Kraft. Come down to Orchids of Asia Day Spa and relieve yourself. All right, Swithin, that's it. That's our ad today. Oof, doozy. Wow, wow. There is a game going on, Joel, and it would, be, that- <laughs> it, it would, be, it would be foolish for us not talk about everything surrounding the game without actually talking about the game for a few minutes. So if you will entertain me, Joel, we have right now Casey is favored by three. The over-under is 55 and a half. What's your pick? All right. First, uh, people don't really understand these betting lines and what these numbers really mean. Bring it down for us. But um, minus three signifies this is considered a handicap. That means in order for this bet to pay out, Kansas City has to win by four points. And the over-under just basically means the total number of points in the entire game has to either be over this number or under this number. The half is just there, so you don't have a tie. So they said 55 and a half points, so over would be 56 and anything higher than that. And obviously under would be 55 or anything lower. So Swift, I'm going to go right off the bat. I'm going to start with over-under. I am taking the over by just a couple points. Okay. I don't think it's going to be uh, a true blowout, but I think what happened, remember last year when Casey scored at the end? Mm-hmm. I think something like this happens again where they're probably just up and then they get a garbage TD that they don't really need. So okay. I think that's where the overcoverment comes into play, and okay. that's when everybody, all these betters will get be like relieved. So I take the over and... I'll hold off on my my spread pick for now, but I'll let you I'll let you go ahead and you you give me your take. I'm gonna go over as well on the over under for oh, okay. the point total because I think these are two really great offenses. I think both defenses are like the bend but don't break uh, uh, groups, so they will let you eat up a ton of yardage, and I think they both have really good offenses. Um. And so I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I think um, I have the score in my head 
I know exactly. I I'm going to I'm going to give my pick right now. How about that? Go for it. I'm going to go KC 38 Tampa Bay 30. Um, okay. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Kansas City interesting stat, Tom Brady has never scored a touchdown in any of his Super Bowls. In the first Wait, quarter. he hasn't? In the first he, quarter. Oh, in the first quarter. Okay. In the okay. first quarter, he has never scored. He has never thrown for a touchdown. Or they, they've never. Tom Brady, a Tom Brady team has never scored a touchdown. So I know expecting him to score 30 points in the next three quarters. I think this is the year that he does score a touchdown in the first they're, quarter. They're averaging three TDs. And I think KC is going to easily allow that. And I think they get. They give up another TD on top of that. I think yeah. Brady scores 28 easily. Let's throw another field goal to them. Yeah. So that gets what, 31? Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. And I'll I'll join you a little bit on this. And I think KC comes out firing, trick plays, all the yeah. shenanigans, people running end arounds and flea flickers. Mm-hmm. I got 39 to 31. 39 and 31. Okay. So we both so have both winning by eight. Eight points. Yeah. yeah. We're both saying eight. All right. Not bad. I, you know what's going to happen? We'll be totally wrong. It's be 21 17. It's going to be so, so small. Um, there was an interesting tweet that came out a couple of weeks ago that um, right before the Buffalo Bills game. And they said that the points needed to beat the Chiefs in their, in their losses 43 54, 29, 38, 37, 19. 31, 35, 40. You have to score a lot. So you're not going to see too much running with both teams. No. So, and, and plus, I feel like they're teams that throw to run rather than run to throw, run to set up the throw, run to set up the pass, which is what all the Vince Lombardi videos that we've watched growing up have told us that you have to run the ball in order to set up the pass. That's the old football. Uh, that's the old football, but the new football is that you have to, you have to throw, and just to throw them off balance, you run a you run a uh, run play. Right. But I I have I have the the Chiefs just playing lights out. They're still doing well. They had a COVID scare this week, but it, I think everything's going to be okay. Their center was in the middle of a haircut when the barber found out that he had COVID. I don't he, even know how this still happens. Haircut? He got a haircut? Yes, he got a haircut. He was getting a haircut. You know, he's, he's center. His name is Adam Kilgore, so you know he was just getting a crew cut. You know how those white boys are. <laughs> um, so he's, a short, not too short? Yeah, yeah I know, short, I but not too short, yeah. Um, so he, so so they had a little COVID scare, but they're, but they're going to be okay. Um, so, Joel, we know that if... Either team wins. Both teams have star quarterbacks. So if either team wins, it's a pretty healthy bet that the quarterback is going to win the MVP. However, pretty pretty easy bet. However, if it is not Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, can you give me one player from each team that could potentially win the MVP? Oh, I I definitely. Um, I think on the Chiefs, I got two guys that could possibly do it. But you got to pick one. All right. Um, I have a logical one, but screwed logic. All right. Let's go with a guy who's going to be one of those like weird, mm-hmm. uh, like Desmond Howard type of things. I'm going with Miko Hardeman. Mm, that's a good point. I say he he runs a touchdown. Like it's either a kick kickoff return or a punt okay. return. He'll score that, yeah. and then I give him an end around handoff from Mahomes, and he's going to run it yeah. forty four yards. For another touchdown, so okay. he'll be the MVP. And then for the Bucks, I got the handless wonder, Jason Pierre-Paul. He's gonna club his way into a win. If they do win, it's gonna be their defense. I think we yeah. both can agree that their defensive line is where it's at. Yeah. So if they're gonna come at, uh, gonna come at Patrick Mahomes, it's gonna be on the defensive side. So I think JPP can get you uh, two sacks a fumble recovery, like a strip mm. sack. And mm-hmm. then I think he somehow, I don't even know how this is possible. He's going to intercept the ball with two hands. I know that's poor choice of words, but he will somehow get you two sacks, fumble, 
and an interception, and he becomes the MVP. Wow. Creme brulee. Um, Creme brulee. I, I got... Okay, so from the Buccaneers, I agree. If there's going to be uh, an out of... A, a, an an out of pocket pick, if you will. I like their rookie safety, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. It's, it's kind it's a of pick. a it's kind of a sobering moment for us because we remember watching his dad play, and now watching him play, it's like one of those moments are like, oh shit, we're old. So I think Antoine Winfield Jr. can have a huge impact on this game. I think he's going to be the MVP if anything because he's going to. You know the Chiefs are going to throw two or three, like, 30, 40-yard bombs to Tyreek Hill. They got too many speedsters, so you're going to need safety. So if the safety is going to make a play, it's going to be him. One. All right. Two. Not bad. If I had to pick one for the Chiefs, I'm not going to go Tyron Matthew. I'm going to go Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because if the Chiefs win and it's not Patrick Mahomes – it's going to be because of another offensive player. And I don't think it's going to be Travis Kelsey. It's not going to be Travis Kelsey. I think it's going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think it'll be the running game that'll be the cause if it's not given to Patrick Mahomes. So I have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for the Chiefs, and I have Antoine Winfield Jr. for the Buccaneers. Because it's going to be the defense that decides it if they win. And it's going to be the running game if Patrick Mahomes doesn't, you know, if neither of the quarterbacks get it. Um, Joel, one other question. Is there any fuckery possible? Did you say fuckery? I did say fuckery. Like tomfoolery. Is any shenanigans going to happen? <laughs> shenanigans, in the game? yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, come on, man. Bruce Arians and Andy Reid. Yeah. Andy Reid loves trick plays. Yeah. Okay, so there's gonna be there's gonna be uh, either a safety happening. There's yeah. gonna be a muff punt. Yeah. You know, I, I throw all that into tomfoolery. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe even uh, somebody runs onto the field and streaks. You know, oh. that's gonna cause some yeah, a trick play that event. way. Okay. <laughs> Where is he hiding that ball? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I I'm gonna go with absolute fuckeration. Mm. I'm gonna call. I'm calling a safety is gonna happen. Okay. I'm gonna say there's a kickoff uh, or a punt return return for a touchdown. Okay. Like I said earlier with me Cole, I got I got those things happening. We got some fumbles clearly going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna even say this: this touted uh, officiating crew, which now has Sarah Thomas on it, the first woman to ever referee or first officiate Malayali a na- Super Bowl. Woman. Yes. Yeah, it, it is a very Malayali name, right? It is. Yeah, that's a little shocking. Good. Props to her okay. and whatever church she belongs to. Good I mean. for you, girl. All right. That's definitely that's definitely a Martha Ma that's a uh, Martha name Ma, right there. That's a Martha Ma Church. Yeah, okay. good for we're, you. We're gonna find out. All right, but anyway, so her along with Lynn Val Joseph and the other Malayalis in the NFL. Yes. Um, they're going to the regionals, but I got safeties. I got fumbles, interceptions, of course. Strip sack is gonna happen. Ah. Yeah. There's gonna be a, maybe maybe a muff punt at the goal line. You know, something stupid like that. I think I think there's gonna be an onside kick. To Ooh, surprise that, that, you a, a close game, right? You need that. So. I think it's going to be a. I think there's going to be an onside kick as a surprise. I'm talking about randomly. Wait, like the way uh, the Saints did it versus yeah. the Colts that one year. Yeah. Mm. So like after halftime, like you come out yeah. the half and you just say, "Hey, let's do it." Yep. I think. Ooh, I think they're a, both. That's a bold I think move. I think there's. Bold, I actually be. like that move. Because it only is successful if no one knows it's coming. Exactly. Exactly. So and 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 both of these guys, both of these coaches are known for taking those kinds of chances. So I think I think there's definitely a chance of that. All right, Joel. So we both gave our final score. Um, you had 39-31. I had 38-30. Both of us had the Chiefs. Um, finally, our MVP picks. Are you going to go with the quarterbacks or are you going to go with your, um, with your uh, you know. My breakout. Your my breakout. Break one? Yeah, I don't think it's the breakout's going to happen. It's going to be. It's gonna be a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know. Or I'm giving it to my man Tony Romo in the fo- in the booth, calling mm-hmm. every single play. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't like him as a cowboy, but as an announcer, he's fantastic. So I think he wins it he somehow, is. some way, without even knowing it. Or the guy streaking on the field, he gets MVP. <laughs> or the more likely outcome, Patrick Mahomes, 
yeah. gets engaged. He's probably gonna have a. I think he's having a baby too. Yeah. Give him the MVP. He's getting the MVP of the season most likely. So give it to him for the Super Bowl. That's who I got. I got I got um, Patrick Mahomes as well. I think it's uh, gonna be his. We're so boring. We're yeah, so boring. we are. I mean, listen, the NFL is boring. Let's be real. They're not gonna try and take any chances, even if they don't win um, convincingly, like we assume, um, and score a lot of points, like we assume. I think they're they're still gonna hand it to Patrick Mahomes because I think, unless our breakout players have like a crazy game. It would take a legit crazy game for them to hand it to anybody other than Mahomes or um, Mahomes or Brady. Because I think or a Florida man, he could show up too. They could, he could show up. All right. Any other <laughs> last minute thoughts about the Super Bowl that you wanted to share? No, I just want, I just want a close game, man. Give me a good game, yeah. close game. Give me some get my wings. Give me my beer. Have some funny ads. I don't want to see any more Kevin Hart's in these damn ads. Yeah. And let's just have a good time. Everyone be safe at home. Let's not super spread anymore, please. Yeah. I'm trying to go back to normalcy. All right. Um, any shout outs that you want to give? Nah, no, I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm just playing. Oh, no. Shout out again to the India cricket team. Mm. They're playing England right now and right. they ain't looking so hot. So, mm. but I'm, I'm going to give them some love. Uh, I can't really shout out Rihanna for like, you know, doing her thing on social media. Mm. And we should have known about the protest a long time ago. Right. So it is what it is. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Sarah Thomas the first woman officiating the Super Bowl. Props to her. That's all I got for today. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to all of the Uber Eats drivers, the DoorDash drivers, the all the folk who are going to be making a ton of money on Sunday afternoon around 4 to 6 o'clock. We're making bank even, even past that because you know there's going to be a ton of people order food late but um shout out to all you guys you guys are the frontline workers on sunday okay you guys really are gonna make uh you you make america great again shout out to congress for getting us that 1.9 trillion dollar covid relief bill that we'll probably see in a month or two uh you know i'm just gonna shout them out just randomly shout out tommy bahama shirts um just just because I love seeing it on my 4K television, especially when a portly 300-pound man is wearing it and just stretching the fabric uh, as, he, as he so well does. Um, shout out to uh, the people who are going to eat chicken and rice on Sunday uh, while watching the Super Bowl. You know it's going to happen. You know, and you know it's going to be Indian people who do it. Um, so shout out to you guys, uh, because man. yo shout out to their plumbers on Monday. That's um, a cool move. Shout out to the barber who decided to get COVID last second, um, and almost and almost crippled an entire team by giving them COVID. He almost ruined the Super Bowl. Bro. He almost ruined the Super Bowl. He really did. He really did. And finally, shout out to everybody who subscribed and who's been listening to a couple of our podcasts. Hopefully, you guys will enjoy more of the content that we keep bringing to you. Thank you for sticking by us. Thank you for listening. And, of course, thank you for always being there as our support as we sign off right now. I want to thank everybody. All right. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Big game. Let's go. Let's go.